0: What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Permafit Live podcast. I am Gordon, and I am so excited to be back in the studio recording these episodes. We did take a little bit of a break for the summer, just had some things going on, some changes in Permafit, some changes in our hierarchy and our infrastructure and our delivery systems, and everything has been for the betterment of client results and the smoothness of delivery of our programs to our clients and to working with them and fulfillment of everything that we do with clients. So I'm super, super, super excited. Um, I can't even stop smiling just cause I know, you know, putting together the notes for the show, like where we're at versus where we were even just a couple of months ago. And really this is a parallel to the fitness and health journey that you are all on anyway, which is continuous improvement, right? We always talk about always being 1% better, always trying to be better than we were yesterday. And that 1% is not a fixed number, okay? It's not a rigid number, right? There's really no way to to quantify if you got 1% better or 10% better or .01% better. It really doesn't matter. The whole point is that you're continuously trying to improve upon where you were yesterday. And while that is so incredibly true, in every area of life. What we're going to talk about here today is how that's applicable to fitness and nutrition and taking care of your health and really progressing down that health journey. Okay. Now the number one thing that I want to get into here today, I'm just going to jump right in is your body is always, always, always going to keep the score. Okay, here's the cool thing about the human body. It is unbiased, it has no opinions, it doesn't have the ability to make yes or no decisions or be influenced in any way. It just keeps the score and it tells the score, that's it. It's a completely unbiased scorekeeper at all times, of all things. You know, especially when you're in a weight loss journey, this is the most trustworthy source of feedback is your body your body is keeping the score okay so there's a lot of things that people think of when they start to get into a health and fitness journey there's a lot of things that cross people's minds and the things that typically pop up when I'm talking to someone about their health and fitness journey and about where they're going and what they're doing to get there or what they're going to do to get there they Tend to fire off a lot of different things, a lot of different tactical actions that they want to do. Like, I'm going to start running every morning, or I'm going to start power walking every morning, or I'm going to start going to the gym and doing these boot camps four days a week, or I'm going to go to this gym that requires that I stay in a certain heart zone and I have to wear a heart monitor, and I'm going to do that four times a week, or I'm going to go do like CrossFit every morning for. Every, at five in the morning every morning for you know five days a week, or whatever we start thinking about those things. The other things that usually pop up are i'll I just have to eat healthier, right I just have to eat more salads, I have to eat more vegetables, I have to eat more um chicken, I have to put less sugar in my coffee, things like that right That's where people typically go to is like tactical actions like that, and while there's there's merit to all of those things and and I actually just recently did a post on this on uh, social media that doing all of those things jumping into those those really specific strict actions are going to get you results as long as you can actually do them okay as long as you can actually do them and when it comes to your body keeping the score your body will keep the score it'll tell you whether it's working or not whether you're committing to it or not the problem with all of those things i just mentioned And going from your current lifestyle to committing to something that's a little bit more extreme than what you're used to that what the problem is, it's such a polar change and it's so invasive and it's so demanding on time, energy, time and energy that it's impossible to sustain those things for the long term. Okay, it's impossible to sustain those things for the long term. Now, some of them, you might be able to sustain a little bit longer uh, like a hybrid variation of that. So, I mentioned a couple things earlier. I mentioned CrossFit. Right? There's plenty of people out there that do CrossFit all year round. Okay, that's not really what I'm talking about, but the people who go from sitting in a a cubicle desk job, right? They work at a cubicle desk job, they come home, maybe they spend some time with the kids, they take the kids to soccer practice, hockey practice, whatever and then they come home from that and they sit on the couch and they watch Netflix, that's a relatively sedentary lifestyle, right? If you go from that to, oh, and by the way, typically people who operate that way and have a lifestyle like that, typically eat a lot of their meals out of convenience and like what's quick, what's easy to get, like a lot, so it might be ordering out, it might be fast food, it might be making something at home but making something fast that's super convenient and then like pre-made, you know, like, um, I don't know, hamburger helper or something like that. Okay, those are really really common things that I hear. And when you're living a lifestyle like that which is sedentary for the most part and you're eating out of convenience so you're not really putting good quality foods in your in your body, if you are going from that to something extreme where you're cutting carbs out or you are trying to eat on you're going from that convenience based, you know, everything goes kind of nutrition diet to I'm only going to eat keto. Like I'm only going to eat high fats and high protein and low like zero carbs and I'm going to stay in in ketosis all day long. If you think you're going to be able to do that for the long term, I'm telling you you're not and it's not because you're a weak person. It's because those types of approaches to nutrition and approaches to weight loss are just so incredibly unsustainable for everyone. They're not designed to be something that's long term. Yet people tend to Gravitate to that because it's sexy, right? If you go into a a ketogenic diet and you're actually following it to a T and you're paying attention to the metrics that matter, then yeah, you'll lose weight for sure. But as soon as you start eating carbs again, it'll all come back on, right? But at the end of the day, even with a ketogenic diet, even with cutting your carbs out, even with an Atkins diet, even with a paleo diet, even with uh, going vegan, right or or becoming a vegetarian or the uh, intermittent fasting right no matter what you're trying to do at the end of the day your body's going to keep the score and it's going to tell you whether it's working or not okay and that's going to be the case for the short term as well as the long term all right so <clears throat> let's let's dive into tracking calories okay cuz one of the number one things i hear When I'm talking to someone who's getting started on this, is Gordon? I don't want to track calories. I don't want to track my calories. I don't want to count my calories. And I get that. I understand. Okay. Now, there's an old saying in the weight loss community, which is, you don't have to count your calories, but your calories always count. Okay. And this is a function of your body keeping the score, right? So you don't always have to count your calories, but your, your your calories will always count. Meaning. Okay. You don't want to count your calories. You don't want to have any insight into how many calories you're putting in your body, but it doesn't matter whether you want to or not. Your body is going to count them anyway. Okay. So if you're putting in some blind number of calories, that's blind to you because you don't want to count them. You don't want to track them. You don't want to pay attention to them. Well, okay. But your body, like I said, your body's counting them anyway. Okay. So really the the way to look at this is this. Imagine you were getting a direct deposit from your job, from your employer, every single uh, first and third Friday of the month. Okay. Bi-weekly, you get paid bi-weekly, direct deposit right into your checking account. Cool. So you never look at your pay stub. You never look at your bank account. You never look at anything. You have no idea what you're making. You have no idea. You don't even know what you got hired at or what your current salary is. And you can, you can be blind to that all you want and go spend money on home improvements or go buy a new car or go do this or go do that and do all these things that are fun and exciting and whatever uh, and just basically just saying, you know, <laughs> whatever, bygones be bygones. Uh, but your, your bank account's going to keep the score, okay? Your checking account is going to keep the score. Whether you count the money going in or not, your bank account is counting the money going in or not. Okay. And whether you count the money going out, it doesn't matter. Your bank account is counting the money that's going out. So somewhere along the line, that money is being accounted for and it's being tracked and it's being measured. Your body is no different. Okay. It's a giant bank account. You get direct deposits every single day, essentially through the form of food. Food has a value to it. It has a nutritional value, calories, protein, carbs, fats, micros all those things, your body keeps the score of all those things, whether you want to track them or not. So just remember this before you develop this position or stand on this position or want to die on this hill of, I don't want to ever track or count my calories ever. Just understand that you don't have to count your calories. Okay. But your your, your calories always count. I can't seem to say that without fumbling the words, but (laughs) you don't have to count your calories, but your calories will always count. Now, there is such a thing as intuitive eating. Just on this note, you know, one note on this. Um, there is such a thing as intuitive eating, and intuitive eating is is actually really awesome. Okay, it's a it's basically the lifestyle that you're able to get to, where you don't have to count your calories anymore because you have repetition behind you, you have experience behind you, you have uh, habits built in, routines built in, where you can now look at a plate of food at a restaurant and you can essentially tell just by looking at it roughly how many calories are in it, roughly how many grams of protein are in it, roughly how many grams of carbs are in it, roughly how many grams of fat are in it. You can do that, okay? But you can't develop that skill without learning how to count calories first, how to track calories. You just can't, you can't. It's not a skill that we're innately born with. We have to learn it and we have to learn it through experience, learn it through repetition, learn it through habit change, learn it through uh, doing this repeatedly. And, and actually seeing the result, okay? Seeing what you what you become and how your body changes based on the inputs that you're putting into it, the food that you're putting into it. Okay, so you, again, intuitive eating, now that is the goal of every client that comes through Permafit. That's our goal for them, is to get them to a place where they lose the weight, okay? 20 to 50 pounds is typical in our six month programs, 20 to 50 pounds. And our goal is to get someone to lose that weight. And then once they lose that, they have now done the work with us on a daily basis, weekly basis, monthly basis to be able to intuitively carry that forward. Okay. Now, some people, they have a bigger goal. So for me, I needed to lose closer to 90 pounds when I first started. So I didn't stop tracking calories for a long time. Um, And I didn't start, stop tracking macros. And when I had to make adjustments, I made sure I paid attention and I was like, doing as, as much detailed observation as possible so that when I got to my goal, uh, first of all, I was able to carry the, the goal all the way home, right, and get all the way to that weight loss mark that I needed, and then also be able to see that through to be a permanent lifestyle change. So I continued tracking for a while, okay, but we've had clients come through here that just track for the first, like, 60 to 90 days they figure it out and they're still in our ecosystem. So they're still paying attention. They're still doing all the right things. They're still allowing that accountability to be in their life. And therefore they don't fumble anymore. They don't struggle anymore. And they can now develop and utilize that intuitive eating while doing things like going camping with their family, going on vacation. We've had a lot of clients go on vacation this summer, especially since last year, COVID had everything kind of on lockdown This year, everyone's going out. We've got clients that are going uh, camping and (laughs) glamping, which I guess is like luxurious camping, uh, glamorous camping, Uh, going on vacations to like Turks and Caicos and uh, internationally to uh, parts of Europe. And uh, it's just really, really cool. Good stuff. And a lot of Caribbean vacations. So What we've seen though is all these people going on vacations, they come back from vacation and they feel freaking amazing because they went there, they were able to intuitively follow what they've learned and how to really carry this goal forward and how to live this lifestyle without cutting carbs, without restricting sugars, without restricting alcohol, without cutting anything out and still get amazing results. And they come back from vacation and they haven't gained any weight more often than not, they've lost a little bit more while on vacation, which is always amazing. And it's a really, really awesome feeling. And it comes from being able to observe the numbers going in and not have this biased emotional attachment to it. And then learning that skill. And once you learn that skill, you can carry it forward and it becomes just innate. It does become second nature. Okay. So you don't have to understand nutrition. Right, we always talk about the key to all this is understanding nutrition. Okay, you don't have to understand nutrition, but your body will always, always, always understand it. Okay, your body always will. Your body will always react and tell you what's going on. Okay, so if you choose not to understand nutrition, if that's something that you choose never to really invest yourself into, then understand that. Okay, but your body is still going to do it for you. Okay, so if you never take the time and never invest in yourself the time and the energy to learn nutrition, learn how it really works, and then see it through to completion, meaning put yourself on a nutritional guided approach and see what happens when you actually follow it for a while. If you never do that, then you're never going to gain the full understanding of it. Okay. And, and that's totally up to you, but understand that your body will always do it for you. And it'll always tell you in the form of feedback, different forms of feedback that, Hey, this is working. This is not working. Okay. The, one of the issues here though, is that most people tend to ignore those pieces of feedback. They ignore that, Uh, the tactile, you know, biofeedback that our body gives us, this is working, this is not working. And usually this would be things like bloating, inflammation, discomfort, uh, bowel issues, gut issues, acid reflux, right? Just to name a few. Those are forms of feedback that we get from nutritional inputs. And if you don't want to follow any sort of guided way of learning nutrition, that's fine, but remember, your body is always going to give you forms of feedback, just most people ignore them. Okay, most people ignore them. Okay, now, just like with understanding nutrition, you don't have to learn how macros work. Okay, we talk a lot about macros here, and again, it's not because it's my opinion or that I think they're special or anything like that, it's that macronutrients are the building blocks of nutrition. This is just straight science here. Like the calories that you ingest on a daily basis only come from three sources. Those are proteins, carbohydrates, and fats. Okay. The only other fourth, well, there's a fourth one. The only other method that you can utilize to put calories in your body is through alcohol. And it's the only true empty nutrient out there. Meaning there is zero value added, nothing. Whereas carbs, fats, and proteins all provide value for your body. Okay, energy, uh, amino acids to rebuild your body, rebuild your muscles, rebuild your tendons, rebuild your ligaments, rebuild your bones, um, fats right to provide fat soluble vitamin delivery throughout your body for hormone improvement, hormone regulation. There's obviously a million different reasons why we need all of the macronutrients in our body, but you don't have to learn how any of that works. Okay, but just remember if you choose not to learn how any of that works. Remember this, your body always will. Your body's always going to keep the score there. It's always gonna tell you, you know what? You're deficient on fat. You're deficient on protein. You're deficient on carbs. You're deficient on slow digesting carbs. Or you are over on, you have an overabundance of fast digesting carbs coming in. Like it's gonna give you all those feedback symptoms and all, or all those feedback signals. But you have to be aware that those are happening. So again, this is about people going through this weight loss process and doing what they think is a good idea, but not paying attention to the bigger picture things. Okay, not paying attention to the bigger picture things. So when I, when I think about a weight loss journey, this is something that goes back like at least 10 years. When I think about a weight loss journey, I always compare it to building a house, right? Building a house. Now, for those of you who might know something about, a thing or two about construction, you know this is going to make a lot of sense if you're a real estate person if you are a builder or if you're married to a contractor or whatever okay you're going to know something about this you're going to know that all right you need a foundation first of some sort okay and how you install that is whatever you know whatever the method is if it's poured concrete okay you know that there's a process for that and then once that's done and the foundation is complete now you have to frame the house And how you frame the house is going to depend on climate. It's going to depend on the materials. It's going to depend on the architecture of the home and what have you, the engineering, the load bearing, all that stuff. So that's the next part, right? And then the part after that is you're gonna start to weather proof it, right? You're gonna start to seal it up and put windows in and put doors in and put a roof on it and seal up the outside. So these are just a couple of steps in building a house, right? But for those of you who don't know how to do all that stuff and you really don't, maybe you don't care or you just have never been exposed to it. um, You know, like my wife, she doesn't know the process of building a home. So she just sees, you know, a hole in the ground and then wood and then nails and then stuff come together and then boom, we have a house okay? But that's what most people see. That's what most people think. That's how most people view it is, okay, I want to build a home. I'm going to dig a hole. Uh, I need some wood. I'm going to start nailing boards together. Um, I need a couple windows. I really want a red door. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get by a red front door. Um, I really want a skylight in the roof. So let's cut a hole in the roof and put that in there. They start thinking about all these things that are like exterior, external, kind of like the sexier pieces, right? The things that you see visually, the things that give you that satisfaction, the things that make you feel like it's done. You start to think about those things. Okay. Now a weight loss journey, typically people do the same thing. They look at, all right, I need to work out today because I need to uh, burn calories today and I need to start to maybe build muscle today, something like that, right? They start to think about those things. They start to think about, all right, I need to eat a salad today. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Because that's what I need to do. And really none of that stuff matters. Those are tactical, secondary things. None of that stuff actually matters if you don't pay attention to the things that are going to, to, to be the guiding light, so to speak. Okay. The lantern. (laughs) Um, and this is where a lot of people fall short. <clears throat> and this is where your body will always keep the score. I mean, you can go do all those things. You can go outside, just like with a house, you can go outside and you can nail a bunch of boards together and you can cut a hole in the roof and you can put some some shingles on it or something. And when the first storm comes, what do you think is going to happen? All right? It wasn't built intentionally. It was just built out of things that seemed like a good idea at the time. Well, this is the same thing. If you don't set the, the foundation first and you don't do like basically the zoning of your body and the zoning of your mind before you get into some of this stuff and then do like the, the foundation and, build, and, and construct this from the inside and the lowest level first and then build up on top of that, if you don't do any of that, then none of this stuff is really going to matter. And again, your body... Just like with everything else I've been talking about today, your body's going to keep the score and it's going to tell you, it's going to tell you in the form of keeping you stuck. Okay. So it all starts with this foundation and that foundational knowledge is what you need to make this a permanent transformation. Okay. It's what you need to actually make this sustainable. So really just ask yourself this question. Do I want to just lose a bunch of weight right now and then put it all back on in a year or six months or two years? Do I want to do that? Right. Now, every time I ask someone that, they always say, no, that's ridiculous. I don't. I want this to be long-term. I want this to be permanent. I want this to be sustainable. I just want to get it done and, and be done with it. And that's amazing. If that's where you're at, then that's great. But understand that how to do that doesn't mean you have to work harder than the person who's just trying to lose weight quickly. It doesn't mean you have to do all this other extra stuff. It just means you have to approach it differently. Okay. I want to say that one more time. I want to just like really hammer that home. The amount of effort between someone who gets a permanent transformation and someone who gets a short-term little weight loss thing is zero. Okay. The difference in levels of effort is zero. It does not take more effort to create a permanent transformation than it does to create some short-term weight loss. Okay, And the reason is because those people who are doing that short-term weight loss thing, they're following typically a short-term program or a short-term something that is very aggressive and very annoying and has a finite timeline to it, which means they're working with like a very fixed end date. Could be 90 days, could be whatever, eight weeks, could be, doesn't matter. So their, their whole thing is set up from the beginning to just be a short-term like short-term weight loss plan. Is that what you want? I mean, look, I'm not going to I'm not judging. I'm just if that's what you want, okay. But if you're listening to this, then what you probably want is you want to go through something that's not quite as invasive that's going to give you permanent results for the long term. And that's where strategy comes in. Okay? We have three pillars that we that we use to to build all of our programs upon here at Permafit. And those three pillars are this. One is strategy. Two is mindset. And three is accountability and support. Okay. So strategy, that's the first one. That strategy pillar, that is what it sounds like. It's the strategic elements that are going to get you from A to B. Okay. And that's going to be your nutrition. What are our calorie targets? What are our macro targets? And when will they need to change? And by how much? Right, And what are our micros, and of all that stuff, which ones are actually important to focus on right now? because by the way, you don't need to focus on every macro all the time, depending on what your goal is. okay? Don't be misled by blog posts and Instagram posts, all right it, it, nutrition is a little bit different from person to person to person, depending on where they're at, their starting baseline, their goals, where they want to go, level of experience, all that stuff, okay so that's strategy you know 1a okay strategy 1b is just like with nutrition workouts training right exercise how you train how you work out how you do these do these things on a daily basis or a weekly basis is going to be different for you than it is for everybody else if you want to drive to your goals. Because your goals are different from everybody else's. Your body is different from everybody else's. And what you do and how much of it you do and how often you do it and when does it change and by how much, those things matter. Okay, So all that together is the strategy. The second thing is mindset. The second pillar is mindset. And mindset is so much bigger than I'm making it sound with just that single word, mindset. Okay, Mindset is really about changing your beliefs. Okay. Now hang with me for a minute. This is where I lose people a lot. Hang with me. Okay. Beliefs. Most people have a certain set of beliefs just wired in and they're wired in from a set of experiences, meaning maybe for the last 10 years, you've been overweight. Okay. You've been overweight. You have been carrying around 60 extra pounds and it's killing you. Like every time you look in the mirror, you just, you talk negatively to yourself inside you say things to yourself that are not nice. You say things to yourself that are demeaning. I've had people tell me that before they start, like they look in the mirror and they call themselves like the most horrible names ever. I'm not even going to repeat them here on this podcast. And it's, it you know, breaks my heart. Cause, and I also know, cause I've been there. Okay. I've been there, but those beliefs manifest into this. They manifest into, I'm never going to get there. I was just meant to be this way. It's too hard. I'm never going to be able to overcome this. This is just the hand that I was dealt. God just made me this way. My body wants to be overweight, right? If you, The thing is, if you're living that, and by the way, the number doesn't matter. I said 60 pounds. It doesn't matter if it's 20 pounds. It doesn't even matter if it's five pounds. I don't care about the number. If you look in the mirror and you don't love what you see and it doesn't bring you joy and happiness and confidence, then you are living a life that is is not quite where it could be, right? The fulfillment isn't quite where it could be, okay? And for some people, it's a lot closer than you think. And for others, it's a lot farther away. But either way, your mindset is going to be essential here. It's about changing your beliefs from, I am never going to get there. I'm always going to be stuck this way. I'm just meant to be this way. And thoughts like that, it's like changing those beliefs from that to, well, if he can do it, I can do it right? I am worth this. I can do this. I believe I can do this. I know I can do this. I deserve this. Right? And at the in the very beginning, just so you guys know, in the very beginning, that's really challenging. That's really hard because when you say those things, you almost don't believe it, right? You're trying to change your beliefs from something that you've believed for years to something that is almost impossible to believe at that moment. Okay? But Here's the cool thing. The more you do that, and this is what we focus on heavily in PermaFit, the more you do that, the more you focus on those beliefs and changing them, the more you start to realize and truly believe that not only can you do this and can you drive this goal all the way home and can you keep the result permanently, but you will, okay? Not only can you, but you will. It will happen. It's going to happen. Okay. So that's a mindset piece. That's the mindset pillar. That's a huge part of what we do. The third thing here is accountability and support. And I have concluded that it doesn't matter how high of a performer you are, how much you've achieved over the years, who you are, or on the opposite side, how stuck you are and how, whatever, how stuck you think you're going to be forever people need accountability that's higher than them, that's bigger than them. And a lot of people will try to turn to their spouse or their best friend or their coworker or their gym buddy or something. And the problem with that is those people, as much as they love you, they don't care about your goals as much as they need to, to actually hold you accountable. And they love you too much. So when you come at them and say like, I just want to have a a, a whole pizza tonight, Right, they're not going to hold you accountable because they don't want to fight with you. They don't want to hurt your feelings. They don't want to make you feel bad. Okay, this is where accountability really matters. Is someone who's going to hold you to that higher standard, then you'll hold yourself. You'll hold yourself to, and who will hold you to that higher standard? Who then someone in your life who loves you will will hold you to. Does that make sense? Right, accountability is essential. So when you have someone walking in your in walking with you through this path or in your corner the entire time, every single day, watching what you do, making little course corrections, helping you out, steering the ship, so to speak, and pointing out little things, giving you clarity when, when things aren't totally clear. When that happens, success is guaranteed. Okay. Success is guaranteed because you have that, that, that lantern that I mentioned earlier, guiding you the whole way. You just follow that path. And it really is that simple. And when you do this the right way, guys, all of this stuff together, the strategy, the mindset work and mindset support, the accountability, when you have all those three things together and you're doing this the right way, then you're not giving up foods. You're not restricting. Okay. You're not giving up sugar. You're not going on keto. You're not doing any of these things that you don't really want to do anyway. And yet you're able to get results. You're able to follow through, see this goal achieved, see it get pushed all the way to the finish line, and then actually live that lifestyle forever. And it's an amazing thing. Okay, But you can't really do it with just one or two of those pillars. You do need all three. So even if you had the most amazing strategy ever, and you had amazing accountability, if you weren't continuously taking the little amounts of time and energy that's needed to work your mindset, then you're never going to overcome those limiting beliefs, It doesn't happen magically. It happens through intention, just like weight loss. Weight loss doesn't happen magically. It happens through intention. Okay. So on the flip side of that, if you had great mindset work and great accountability, but you didn't have a strategy and you were just kind of going about it randomly doing like haphazardly doing random things at the gym, working out based on what's hot on Instagram today or something, and you're just doing that you're not gonna get where you're trying to go because those things, that strategy is flawed. It has too many holes in it, right? And likely you're gonna bounce from one to the other, to the other, to the other, and never really have any clear vision, okay? Just because that person who made that workout and does that on a daily basis and they look amazing, just because that happened for them doesn't mean that that's the appropriate path for you. Does that make sense? So don't take someone who's like a really, really fit person on the internet And take their program and automatically think it's going to give you the same results. That's not how that works. Okay. And oftentimes, those people, they've got five, eight, 10, 12, 15 years of experience and trial and error and fumbling. And most of the time, they aren't actually long term coaches and trainers. They are just people who hired other coaches and trainers over the years to get fit. And now they're fit and they're basically trying to put all of that into something that they can offer. And usually it's just Instagram content. Anyways, my point is don't take someone else's program and expect it to fill the void. Okay. Because if you're following this three pillar approach and you only have two of them and you're trying to like scrap together the third one, it's typically not going to lead you where you need it to be. Okay. So I hope that makes sense, guys, three pillars, strategy, mindset, and support and accountability. And all of that is to make you recognize that you are in total control. Your body's always keeping the score, but so can you, okay? Your body's always keeping the score, but so can you. And if you are keeping the score and your body's keeping the score and they're in alignment, guess what's gonna happen? Not only are you gonna get the results, but you're going to build this set of beliefs, this set of habits, this set of actions, this set of routines, that is going to completely transfer over into your lifestyle. And that is what's going to create permanence around all of this. All right, And it really is a beautiful thing to see this happen for someone, especially if they've been struggling for an extended period of time, months or years or decades even. Okay. So, uh, listen guys, if you are in a situation right now where you feel stuck, you feel like you've just tried it all and you're just done. You're just done <laughs> and you need to make a change then the best thing to do right now is to hop on a game plan call with myself or someone from the team okay and how you do that is you go over to permafitforlife.com forward slash game plan Right on that site you're going to see a calendar just pick a time that works best for you and we're going to call you at that time we're going to have a little conversation about you your goals where it is you want to go And it doesn't matter. Again, if you want to lose 50 pounds, a hundred pounds, 10 pounds, we're going to put our heads together, figure out what's going on and put that game plan together right there on that call. Okay. And if you want to work together, great. We can talk about that. And if not, that's cool too, but at least you're going to have clarity around all of this. And you're going to actually be able to start to move the needle. Okay. So again, head over to permafitforlife.com forward slash game plan and let us get some clarity for you and start to put together that game plan for you to get where you're trying to go. All right, guys, that's gonna wrap it up here for today. Thank you so much for listening. If you did get value out of this, please leave me a rating and a review on iTunes. I would appreciate that so much. And also, if you have someone in your life that needs to hear this, go ahead and share this episode with them. I'd appreciate that so much as well. All right, have an amazing rest of your day. Have a blessed rest of your week, and I'll see you in the next one. Bye.